halfway there. You either got less hair or more coming out everywhere. Getting more deaf, worrying about death. All the tires you got are spare. Unexplained coffin while choosing your coffin. Getting some laughs in and choking on taffy. Squeaking more than a dolphin. Rolling at the kids, soiling undies with skids. Wondering if we fucked it up, can we still make the mic drop? Genexing, texting, vexing, exiting. But not yet, not yet. We're just halfway there. Halfway there. Hi, I'm Camilo Fantasia. Hi, I'm Jenny Tear. Hi, I'm Kim Gaynor, and welcome to Halfway There, a podcast about the new middle age. Hey, hey guys. One of these days, Jennifer will sound natural in her introduction, but today is not that day either. I like to keep it interesting. (laughs) Amanda Lepore of podcasting. Deep cut. My plastic made up voice. Wait, wait, wait. No, I love Amanda Lepore. You guys took that. Mm mm. I've, and I've oh. said this on record before. I, I feel I find her highly curated and amazing. Yeah, I feel like Madonna is definitely stepping on her train. Trying to. Mm. The next Amanda Lepore. Well, if you're going to do plastic surgery, like go all out, right? I, I Yes, I agree. I mean, no, not for myself. But... <laughs> I mean, be so subtle that it's really hard to tell or go nuts. Or become a bal- a human balloon face. Yeah. Can we explain to my mother and other listeners who Amanda Lepore is? Because I think it's a very niche New York personality, isn't it? She's uh, come up before, but we can, Jen. Okay, let me Google because I only know, I mean. I know about her. Yeah. I know about her as like uh kind of a personality yeah That's i guess literally down. what she is yes she's a amanda specifically lepore, a nightlife personality i would say okay amanda lepore is an american singer model and performance artist a singer kid i guess so yeah she appeared in advertising for numerous companies lepore is noted as a regular subject in photographer david la chapelle's work serving as his muse as well as many other photographers um, he wrote that. Anybody yes. else vibes? I feel like this this uh, description of Amanda Lepore is leaving out lots of important information. Uh, Amanda Lepore is a trans woman. Mm-hmm. She's probably who knows how old she is. Ten thousand years old. She has She's been like here since ageless. Y- yes, since and the ice caps melted the last time. The dawn of time and her titties. And and face implants will survive even longer than that. <laughs> she is really I have in person numerous times, and the sheen coming off of her like tightly pulled skin is enough to illuminate an entire <laughs> club. Okay, but I do think that she is a work of art she's like an a, a living walking art installation and i i feel like it's highly curated and when i see her and she and the body is snatched to like you know porn bake barbie doll proportions and and it's 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 like i said highly curated and i appreciate it for what it is that's not like my own personal aesthetic obviously mine is just like growing old or <laughs> gracefully 
And I feel like it's a very much in contrast with the person she's frequently seen with, or at least in photos, oh, socialite yeah. Jocelyn Wildenstein, or Wildenstein, I, I'm not sure, who is terrifying those- looking, absolutely terrifying. Yeah. Also an nth degree of plastic surgery, but somehow so feline and cat-like and like, you feel like she's going to bite you. Who is it that was talking about cat people, the movie? Didn't want to watch it? You were. Okay, yeah. so that's yeah. that's what I, I feel like she's a, a, a botched special I'm effect from that Instagram. movie. I'm on her Instagram right now. Okay. Oh, and yeah. um, she really does look like a Jeffrey Coons balloon. Um, <laughs> is this Amanda or Jocelyn? Uh, Amanda Lepore. Okay. The look yeah. is like, yeah. they look like sculptures. And the sheen factor. Yeah, there's the talk. It's like she's lacquered, like shellac. Yeah, yeah. The the lips and everything. I guess it's it's classic, you know, march to the beat of your own drummer, right? Like, I I would imagine it takes a certain amount of money to maintain this. Oh yeah. Oh god, yeah. Probably has at this point. Um, from I guess being like in advertisements or. I guess I've, I've, made, I've never seen her in an advertise. I need to know what ads she's in. Yeah, I will be YouTubing this later. Poppers, uh, must maybe. know. Lube. Yeah. <laughs> Lube and poppers. <laughs> Probably, yeah. The party paper store. The party store. Um, Boy anyway, butter. She definitely uh, made a, like, a life and a name for herself. Yes. Does that still exist? Are there New York City... I can't even say downtown anymore because downtown is not a concept, I feel, in New York City. Are there nightlife personalities anymore that are like sort of in the collective consciousness? Yes. I'll give you an example of someone who used to be in like off off Broadway plays with me who is like has his own uh, exhibitions at the Met, Machine Dazzle. I literally was in a play with him like three years ago. Have you, Jen, have, are you familiar with him? Yeah, from Taylor Mac, because yeah, exactly. Taylor Mac's costumes, and they're amazing. Yeah, Machine Dazzle has been on the scene for a long time, has yeah. always gone by Machine Dazzle as long as I've known him. I think that's his pronoun. Forgive me if it's not, but I think so. And yeah. um, is highly celebrated at this point, Has is, has all kinds of... Um, exhibitions and i i think he was at art, art basel and has something at the at the met and is being feted as an artist and as far as i know that that's that's like really hard like he's a downtown persona that is not as far as i know part of any mainstream like uh, pathway to respect in the art world like yeah. outsider artists in, in some ways um, but accepted by like cool well, he's artists. at the net I mean he's showing at the and net the yeah exactly that's like leaps and bounds that's not even the Whitney that's like the <laughs> the traditional establishment has accepted him R- so, yeah. or her I mean honestly like we did some off 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 Broadway show to together and it was probably within like like it was a couple years before I left um New York but it wasn't that long ago and he was like known but he was not a famous person but he was still machine dazzle Mm -hmm. 
Did Julia Fox come out of that same world? Maybe Julia Fox, yeah. But although she's been in films, I mean, she was in Uncut Gems, which was a huge critical. Uncut yeah, but she definitely came out. Uh, apparently, as far as I know, came out of that sort of that just being a personality in New York, York City <laughs> nightlife. Yeah, in the New York City nightlife scene. Oh wow! I never, I never knew who she was before Kanye. I have to say. Yeah. I didn't either, but but apparently the Safdie brothers kind of tapped her because she was cool, kind of okay. known as a cool cat. I mean, yeah. I I find her hilarious, so for that reason, I kind of love her because whatever she's doing is always just hilarious, and it's very planned, and I kind of appreciate that. Like, if that's the way you're gonna go, and you're gonna be on the scene, and you want attention, she's really good at that, and it's hilarious. I mean, I think she's. I feel yeah. like she's gotten so much. She used to be quite softig. Like she used to be, kind of. Yeah. And she's gotten like extremely um, thin. You like, say that every that, time we bring her up. It really, you're really true. concerned about her weight. No, no, I, I just think it's a third time you've expressed con- concern about it. No, I don't think Julia. Julia, write in. Call right in. Are you okay? I simply think it's an interesting evolution. That's all. Mm-hmm. that somebody gets more attention from the fashion world like legitimate attention that they tend to shrink like I mean, pretty obvious why you know because they're they're oh god can we talk about just for a second speaking of because i think this connects rather well balenciaga and mm. the higher okay. scandal around that adjacent to kanye west which is adjacent to julia fox or used to be whatever Okay, there's Look, more. There's more Balenciaga in addition to the yay thing. More scandal. So, okay, the controversy was that they did this very ill-fated advertising, right? Yeah. Campaign. Well, that, that kids with like sadomasochistic teddy bears. Oh and no, I didn't know that. Tell me. It's not, the, it's not the okay. So they had a whole campaign. Um, and there was one campaign online using children and another using uh celebrities right so two kind of facets of the same campaign and both just fucking blew up so the one using children you know balenciaga it's avant-garde and like whatever love it or hate it like we're wearing trash bags kim you know me i only step out in balenciaga i mean (laughs) right right i'm like $10,000 $10,000 caution tape, um, <laughs> trash bags as, as like can yeah. bags. Like, have, have you That's seen cool. my most recent like traffic cone? It cost me 30K. <laughs> uh, my Uh-oh. traffic dress. Oh no. Speaking of traffic cones, uh, slow down, swerve this podcast, drive um, carefully. Kim has, we have lost Kim. It's definitely Kanye West uh, sending his telepathic <laughs> interrupting vibes because he's still a Balenciaga fan. Um, Kim was having trouble with her touchscreen. Maybe uh, maybe that was... She seems more up on it than I... I know that it was about the children with the like, sadomasochistic teddy bears, right? That I Wow. I mean, there's so much to unpack there. I just... And how do we know How do we know the teddy bears are sadomasochistic? Because the teddy bears, they look like like daddies from leather bars. Like okay. they have the cross, you know, leather cross, like studded. Good God, that's exactly what I visualize. And the leather hat with the, like the, 
do they yeah. have like a little leather hat with um like kind of a knockoff of a police hat it's, uniform it's like, but it's, um, like Tom, it's like all the all the teddy bears look like tom of finland <laughs> so far so far i like so far i oh, like so this. far you're into it so far um, i'm into this is i'm gonna have y'all noticed have y'all noticed that whenever i start talking about multi-billion dollar brands <laughs> and powerful people that is when the plug gets pulled on me have you noticed i, I said i thought it was kanye west sending like his you know penetrating mind vibes to disrupt our conversation I mean, this is pretty fucking funny. Okay, it's so ridiculous. Kim, while you were gone, Jen described the oh teddy bears to me, and I'm so the into teddy bear is bears. literally in a mesh. The teddy bear is in a mesh like T-shirt with like leather <laughs> bracelets. <laughs> it really is like Tom of <laughs> it gets it gets worse though, you guys. I don't know how much you covered, but if you see the whole thing, they've got a kid laying on a couch kind of like just butt up with a bunch of shit that should have nothing yet um, clothed, but like laying on a couch um, in front of an array of things like a candle and a beer can and wine glasses and shit that Balenciaga sells, but should have kid, nothing to do. This kid parties hard. I'm looking at this picture. This kid is like, recovering right, but i don't think that's funny like i don't think it's funny i don't think it's funny i think it's gross and the second part of it if you guys look at this um look at this is there's something it's like i'm not one for conspiracy theories or like oh pizza gate and like you know we all laugh at that but like the second part of the campaign that there is not not children they're using models and famous people in an office the second part of why people are freaking the fuck out is because very clearly displayed in one of the pictures is an extract for from a supreme court document referring to child pornography in in print so you tell me if that's an accident it's it's readable um and they're just all kinds of little things this not really showing the um extent huh. of the ad and it doesn't show the children probably because they're kind of fucked up i'll see if i can put it in the uh chat but um yeah it's not funny it's gross and it makes me think and the fact that the creative director uh denma is his name basically came out and was like oh i'm sorry like you know and then tried to blame it on someone yeah, else they're doing the ad the advertising company that was that i guess sort of that's pitched. bullshit you guys even even i know like just from working on photo shoots and and yeah. definitely not with any brands this big but this shit is planned out to the t it's a lie so many people had to see this if you want to see the the other things with the the kids um just there's there's one where the kid is standing up with the with the BDSM uh, teddy bear and like a candle is going up straight between his legs. Like if you don't think that every little bit of, you know, placement of things is completely planned. You're, yeah. Like it is. Um, okay. So what do you think their intent? I mean, 
to me, this speaks of a certain type of nihilism, like that effectively we live in a post-shock kind of economy and they thought, okay, how do we actually generate eyeballs and buzz and like attention and some, you know, cooler than thou kind of, you know. I don't, I don't think so. Really? I mean, I, I, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I do. I think it's kind of fucking nefarious. Okay, here's a picture. Yeah, but don't I'll you think it's out of this sort of like nothing, nothing is shocking anymore. So how do we, sho- how do we actually shock people? How do we get people's attention? I feel like we all are flagging. I feel like we all, no, I don't. Because I feel like we all agree that pedophilia is still shocking. And for them to try and make that something remotely mainstream really speaks to how fucking out of touch and how fucking these people spend you know whatever like if you don't like trash bags for dresses fine that's one thing but these people are so fucking out of touch and they're just in an echo trip chamber of people who can afford to wear traffic cones for thirty thousand dollars in trash bags and i don't you know there are probably people who are very uh damaged and damaging in ways and but when you're in an echo chamber like that people don't tell you (laughs) that like yeah no we're not do we're we're still not doing pedophilia like i do think it's fucking nefarious i'm sorry you're telling me i'm not saying that it's not nefarious i'm not saying i'm not saying that there isn't something disturbing about the images and it speaks to a kind of like soul callous you know a callousness that is with of modernity i'm i'm not in any way saying that do i think there is a deeper plot involved i that's what i mean by nefarious and i that 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 is that's what i mean by nefarious i don't think that there's an intent to normalize pedophilia through these of course there is of course there is because for for whoever those people were there's so many if you because i i I spent some time looking at this and looking at the images because i'm I'm interested i'm you know interested in photography i'm interested in like fashion and and like even though i've always thought oh god this is such just gross stuff for super rich dumbasses i've always been like wondering what the appeal is. And I do think that there is this feeling like we are untouchable. We can do whatever the fuck we want. And uh, they, I mean, it's it's evidence in the fact that they got a bit, a collective bitch slap from people who probably wouldn't say boo about like, you know, uh, like a snuff film ad or something, you know what I mean? But we all agree, even hardened criminals and in prison agree that pedophilia is the line not these people yeah. so yeah i do yeah. think it is something deeper i i i think it's just a bunch of like over the top provocateur creatives who are sitting around going oh my god it would be so funny i've had some children lying on the sofa with some drink yeah. drinks <laughs> that are empty and oh everybody will be a titter a titter yeah like, I, that's yeah but but the, 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 but the problem is that they used real children for it and it is exploitative yeah yeah it sucks so, i'm not saying children, it doesn't suck but those, it children, sucks. but those children's parents were on set i mean all of that is done under the kind of rubric a minor has to have the a guardian by on, on a set especially that's, a that's neither here nor I, there i Jen. know but i'm just saying 
him. But a big commercial set like that is going to have parents who are supervising that shoot. I mean, if anything, the Umbers it, should be directed at their parents for allowing those children. No. To be what? You don't think no. so? No, their children, their, 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 their parents were, first of all, I don't know that, but I do not know that uh, because all kinds of things happen on set. There are parents, maybe they're in a different room, maybe there are keepers or nannies. You don't know that they were on set, first of all. And second of all, like it is the, the, the onus is on this multi-billion dollar brand to not exploit children for money. Well, no. usually parents have but, to. Or Kano los dos, like everybody's to blame. And if you have, you have like for the parents. There's, there's a picture be, for you. For the parents, this must be a dazzling amount of money where you're like, you're oh, willing sure. to maybe compromise slightly. It's like, well, there's not like a middle-aged man like hanging over my child. It's just a bunch of objects. I guess it's not that bad. Um I don't also, even think that the one that I sent is the worst. I mean, I, you know, I it's, at all very, it's, it's all kind of subtle, but but not. And in, in concert with the, the other part of the campaign, which is the office. And what's weird about that is like someone's sleeping on the job because the one that happened in the office with the porno court case papers prominently displayed was yeah. a co-branding between Balenciaga and Adidas. Adidas is like a major mainstream brand that they don't do like trash, you know, they're mainstream. They're not trying to piss people off. Yeah, so, but they but they let uh they let Kanye get they let him get really bad before they dropped him like they yeah. put up with a lot uh, for a long time. They did way so too they, much. Um, so I don't know. I was always a fan of Adidas, but now I'm not so sure. Guys, that like capital is deeply amoral. Yeah, that like capital enterprises are interested in one thing and one thing only. I mean, have you seen the images of of like the the workers at Foxconn, the Apple plant, literally being beaten back into the factory? I mean, literally beaten and tortured to go back in to make iPhones. Jen, is there a word? China, is, there, is there a word? Yeah. What's, what's the principle where yeah, everything China. eventually leads to every argument leads to like call somebody calling somebody a Nazi? We need to create one for you where every argument eventually leads back to the exploitation of the worker of labor. Called a communist, and I think I am. Like, <laughs> I'm like a it's it's the tear principle. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> like capital eventually has it has it one goal only. I mean, there's another yeah. picture. I, I'm not sure if this is the same one or not. Well, I mean, it's with the I will say this uh, just, pointing directly. I will say my first reaction to that picture with all of the products, Kim. My initial reaction was like, I barely noticed the child because I'm like, this is such gross consumerism. Like, if your house right, so is if your house is littered with Balenciaga products, like like that i'm i'm already put off it okay from but a the curatorial what's that i mean maybe you don't notice but like some pedo probably does notice i you know? No, i agree but that's well but that, i don't know i mean there's Do you think that this has permanent damp has permanent damage has done permanent damage to their brand 
Yes, I think it might yeah. be the end of the brand. Absolutely fucking do. Yes, because it just, I, I don't know, it came, it was beyond the fucking pale. And who fucking wears Balenciaga anyway? They sell $30,000 trash bag dresses. I mean, the Kardashians. Who's going to be caught dead? They, 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 what these, what these brands do, these like super haute couture brands is like, this is all aspirational. Although like, I don't know how like vomit trash bags can be aspirational. I guess when they're 30 and $40,000, fine. But then they make their money off of these branded items that are like a few hundred dollars. But who's going to go around wearing like the brand of like pedo, you know, ch child BDSM? Like, uh, not me, not that I ever would have, but I don't know. I, mean, I don't yeah, see this I do as think a, it, I don't see this as a death knell. I think it's just it's such a venerable brand. They'll be I'll apologize. Everybody will move on. It's and... not venerable, though. It's not it's exactly what I said. It is vomit trash bags for the ultra rich and tchotchkes, branded tchotchkes for the hoi polloi. It's not venerable. I know, it's but what I mean is the name is venerable and these companies always reinvent themselves every few years. So if they have to reset, they'll reset the name itself. Coco Chanel was an, was became a literal Nazi and that Apparently, they're doing a TV show about her sort of descent into. Yeah, she was a Nazi. Yeah, I knew that. Mm, I, I mean, it's like not. It's not a. It's not. Yeah. It's not a dilemma that I've really come into contact with on that level. Like you said, okay, Apple products. That that's a real dilemma. You yeah. know, yeah. Um, like I don't really wearing Chanel products or Balenciaga is not something I need to grapple with. Oh my God, do I or do I not? That's not um, a when you're, you're like, uh, do I get the um traffic light hat? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm more or like, I'm more like, do, I'm more like, do I buy the cheap brains at Hobby Lobby or not? Exactly. Oh yeah. my god, I got in no. such a fight with my family about Hobby Lobby. Yeah, the answer is no. <laughs> fuck Hobby Lobby. I, I love that they steal like ancient biblical artifacts out of the Middle East. It's so bizarre. That whole like the whole Hobby Lobby thing is so strange. I mean, aside from their anti-abortion activism, but the fact that they like basically paid to buy ancient artifacts and take them out of countries when they weren't allowed is another one that's really hilarious and bizarre. It's I really mean, super weird. It's yeah. given Given like everything that's happened in the past 10 years between the Epstein, sort of the sordid details about the Epstein story to just the emergence of pedophilia as this kind of social rot. And then yeah. every time they're arresting people, they arrest like 40 to 100 people at a time. I mean, there's so yeah. many pedophiles. It's And there's so much material out there. I guess, Kim, that's part of why I'm like, I get, I mean, I under, completely understand what you're saying, but- there's so much action. Are you saying pedophilia is mean? I don't. I mean, no, I that's what not what saying. I'm saying. I'm saying that there's so much actual, like, way worse material out there that I don't know. I guess I don't feel your level of outrage, just, even though major, I don't like it. I mean, how, how bad does it have to be for? I mean, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm totally willing to be on the side of moral outrage, even if it makes me look, you know, intellectually, yeah. you know, and curious or whatever. I don't fucking care. No. There's a line, it's children. And also Balenciaga fucking sucks. And it's just so shitty that they would put kids in these fucking images to try and sell their shitty stuff. 
which if as a communist, Jen, should be the the utmost. These people are taking, you know, making whole runway shows about, about refugees, like something that happens to real people around the fucking world, and then charging clueless rich people tens of thousands of dollars to dress like refugees. They're so gross. They should be burned to the fucking ground. This yeah, I agree. nail in the coffin. It yeah, I agree. I find it, I find it, it is sort of shades of, of hunger games. Like it's just, there is an element of it all that is very, very depraved. I, I remember, oh my God, I'll never forget this. There was an article in the onion. It was like right after the um, Academy Awards. And it was like, here were the best dresses of the Academy Awards. Right. And you click on the link and it's like, it was scenes from horrific like things that had happened that year, like explosions and war zones and fires. And I thought it was, you know, in some ways it was like just the absolute bottom of gallows humor. You know, it was so dark and so funny. And to me, that kind of feels what like what we're living in right now. Like these, like Camila said, these like shitty provocateurs, right like exploiting yeah. a really serious issue like the fact that there are there seems to be a massive amount of sexual abuse that children suffer and often the most the absolute most vulnerable children in the world suffer under and then you have these like gross out of touch rich people kind of using these images for their amusement or shock or like titillation and it, it it's really gross yeah i think we we've all agreed though we are boycotting balenciaga right like no more no <laughs> more I balenciaga products i will throw my keychain into the river <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately balenciaga i was gonna say it took two paychecks but i'm <laughs> done with it. so that that call where they offered to sponsor our podcast for a hundred million dollars we're gonna respond and say no thank you Balenciaga, it's time for you to call better help betterhelp.com like get your shit together balenciaga like talk stuff through with a therapist with a qualified a a certified qualified legitimate Therapist, therapist at betterhelp.com exactly. don't like don't it it doesn't work out with the first therapist don't worry there are thousands more to choose from and changing is as easy as one two three and when, yeah because you need help balenciaga yeah you need help and when you send all those legal documents because you're being sued or you're suing someone else for this fiasco stamps.com <laughs> 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 great place to uh get stamps for your legal document uh anyway you, you don't even have to go to the post office anymore no just stamps.com balenciaga well okay. wow i gotta throw my christmas presents out in 30 years stuff will be different, will be different. How, different? how different we don't know, we don't know. but we'll speculate we'll for the show. the show come along for the ride, ride. Okay, well, it doesn't matter what's happening now because the world is about to experience a seismic shift. So our future ad campaigns will be created by AI anyway. Do you really believe that? 
I think, uh, I think, uh, well, okay. I just feel like you, I would jump to the conclusion at this point if I answered that question. Okay. But I think AI is going to be certainly a springboard for ideas. As of start date 2022, the <laughs> internet is a fire. We, we have to stamp it for Camilo's time capsule. Mm -hmm. Um, several hundred years in the future. But so as of today, the internet is on fire with chitter and chatter about AI. And most of the discussion and the postings I've seen have been around these really, in my opinion, super cool AI art. So you can load your picture into this AI app and you load a few pictures and again, and maybe prompts as well. I don't know. I've actually not done this because people have been warning against it for several reasons, which I'll get into, but everybody's been popping up with these like cool otherworldly representations of themselves that were completely done by an AI brain. And a lot of the discussion has been from, because I, you know, we're artsy people. I know a lot of like visual artists and they've been posting stuff like, A, stop posting this stuff. You're taking away, you know, artistic opportunities from real artists. B, do you want to see the end of real art created by humans and see really the only point that I think that is worth talking about because I don't agree with the other two really is uh, AI is stealing from artists um, and also people are not reading the fine print and some of these AI apps apparently go so far as saying you upload your picture and we own it in perpetuity. And we can do whatever the fuck we want with it. So that's kind of concerning. Doesn't seem to be stopping anybody, but it's kind of concerning. This got me thinking, though. And can I say, can know, I just clarify me? that? Can I just interject really quickly? Yeah, so yeah, please. To clarify that people are basically use the, using this to transform themselves into mostly superheroes, it seems like, um, or characters from like fantasy you know, worlds or Vikings or whatever. So that's basically Fairies. what it's doing. Yeah, it's it's basically turning into some character from from sci-fi or fantasy. Like that's 99% of what I've seen. Yeah. I've also, I have played around with other apps before we get into our main, before we get into our main feature. I've played around with apps that you can create art just from a text prompt. It doesn't have to be, your picture and I've played around with those thinking, okay, this is really interesting and I don't wanna put my picture into one of these things, but you can basically say anything like Mars, Wonderland, fairy, Afro future jamboree, and it will come up with that image pulling from all the sources it's, it has for, for what it thinks that is. And some of them are incredible, like amazing. Like, Here's a Here's a I mean, random prompt that, I don't know, just came to me this very second, but it's sexy gay werewolves fight movie. Okay, listen, I don't know. Um, while we're talking, while we're talking, I'm going to, I'm going to multitask and I'm going to put that into one of these AI apps that will <laughs> share it and maybe we can share it on our page. Yes. Um, let's... Okay. So, so if bringing us to our main fe feature 
there was an article that Camilo found in the Atlantic. What what have we deemed the Atlantic? What is our nickname for it? The seldom yeah, seldom read. Uh, Middlebrow, middle the organ of Middlebrow respectability. It, 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 exactly. Um, so, but this is actually a super interesting um, article. Uh, and it's called The End of High School English. It's by Daniel Herman. I actually know a Daniel Herman, but I don't think it's this Daniel Herman. Um, and the little under the there's a tagline, it says, I've been teaching English for 12 years and I'm astounded by what chat GPT can produce. So basically this is another AI generator, except this is used specifically for generating text, which I think is just way more interesting and way more scary, frankly, than the artistic applications or visual art applications of AI. Um, so he teaches high school English and here, why don't I just read a, a little bit of the opening to give you for this. Teenagers have always found ways around do doing the hard work of actual learning. Cliff Notes dates back to the 1950s. No Fear Shakespeare puts the playwright into modern English. YouTube offers literary analysis and historical explication from numerous amateurs and professionals and so on. For as long as these shortcuts have existed, however, one big part of education has remained inescapable, writing. Barring outright plagiarism, students have always arrived at that moment when they're on their own with a blank page, staring down a blinking cursor, the essay waiting to be written. Now that might be about to change. The arrival of OpenAI's ChatGPT, a program that generates sophisticated text in response to any prompts you can imagine, may signal the end of writing assignments altogether, and maybe even the end of writing as a gatekeeper, a metric for intelligence, a teachable skill. So discuss. I mean, he gives some really good examples of like, uh, putting in a few prompts. Actually, we've all been playing with this on our thread for the last week. And Camilo at one point put in a prompt for this app to make a play in the style of Shakespeare and and use Jen and her relationship with Shantaine as, <laughs> as inspiration. It spit out a fully in iambic pentameter and verse play that had moments that would have taken me weeks to a year to come up with. Oh, no, I, I give you a little more credit. Come on, hours. It would have taken you hours. OK, OK. <laughs> yeah, no, seriously, like, you know, some of it is just kind of mundane, but like just it, it, it's the, the teacher who's writing this, Dan Herman, kind of kind of touches on this. It's not that it's like blowing you away like it's actual Shakespeare, but it fulfills the, the assignment. Were it an assignment, this is getting at least an A minus or a B. Is it an A plus? Is it the kind of stuff that like you, you know, wins a, a prize for the student or like, you know, no. But it more than fulfills the brief. And that is fucking scary, if you ask me. 
<laughs> what do you guys think? I think it's also important to point out that it spit this thing out probably in under a minute and a half. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. That's so what you're I, not. Yeah. You're not waiting around for several hours for the you know the AI to sort of resolve this problem, quote unquote. It's practically instantaneous for all intents and purposes. If there's no lag, instantaneous Shakespeare play in verse and iambic pentameter. What I the fuck? The question is: Can it create anything that is original apart from what it's capable of generating? Because it's been fed. It did though. What do you mean? What do you mean by original, Jen? Okay, it does something in the style of Shakespeare because there is a Shakespeare to reference. There no. is nothing new it's creating. It's just basically replicating forms that were created by human beings. Right? And it's current. Isn't that what most human beings do? I, I mean, mean, to be clear, everything is reference, yeah. But I mean, I guess, I guess the question is, does it become, to me, does it become frightening when it starts to create on its own and not generate? It will, though. It will. It will be. And right, this, yeah. is, this is in the it's ethical concern and one that people... Who are in charge of tech companies don't seem particularly um, interested in solving or really answering or being. Well, kidding. there was a one exactly, and it and and I agree that at this stage it's kind of uns, it's unsettling, but when it gets to that point where it's like you know what I want to create some poetry and like you know it will get there, and in fact some of these tech people say that that these are sentient. Uh, beings yeah, at this point, I who, Google are deeply. Or, or deeply that deep, guy got. I know because the people who created this are deeply in and they themselves generally tend to be deeply antisocial people. I don't know. It's hard for me to like. It's hard for me to applaud the. I guess I at some point I stop. I stopped. I broke off from like the idea that all progress is necessarily good, especially when it comes to tech. And I really questioned kind of what what we're do what what is being done and what we're doing and we're, i suppose we're all questioning yeah Jen, i just said i think it's giving me a horrible feeling in the pit of my stomach like Can, i think it's scary yeah. i don't think i i'm not sure any of us think this is um Camille, as a person a writer i find it i, I, I find I, it very i want to i want to dial i want to dial back a little bit and sort of maybe get into a little bit more of what this is uh what it's basically doing is it's collating information from the entire internet at this point prior to 2021 um and it is this very app. there are other apps yeah yeah it's very quickly creating written content based on a vast amount of information that is obviously out there as we know um it is also self-regulating to not include hateful content so it is it is regulated. It's interesting. If you if you ask it, it one of the things that if my friend Joel and I have been doing all week is try to push its boundaries and see what it will and will not spit out. Like it's not a fan of violence, even though I was trying to include violence in the short play. So it was literary, you know, not actual a call for violence. It was not happy with that, for example. But just so our listeners understand that it's it's I think, Jen, you touched on something that, yeah, it's it's using basically previously created content. I think the concern not exactly, is, though, not exactly. No, no, it's it's drawing from previously created content and then creating something which new. Is, is, how how it's happening, is, I don't know. Well, how 
do humans do that? Because that is the bulk of what artwork is. That's that's the point I'd like to stress. It is not uh, those people who want to argue who are writers or artists that say it will never replace or it can't be as good as or it won't be as original as what I can do. I, why is what you do original or how is it original exactly? Yeah. I like. I mean, I think we need to delve a little bit deeper because you know, it is unsettling and it may might make us feel a little bit better to kind of say that this thing cannot create original content, but I do not think that that is the case. If it's not the case now, it certainly will be in the extreme near future. Yeah, um, absolutely. And to go, do we- to, to go back to this article, I think this is because the name of the article is like the end of the, the whatever it was, the end of the high school, high school essay. essay. But also the um, end of the college essay, to be honest. I've read. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, and the education. end of writing, as the, what, how he put oh, it. I think one of the for- where the college essay has to happen live and it has to be monitored like the SAT. That's included in the article what, as an option. But what he says is, rather than saying, okay, how can we make this fair? We'll do it in real time or whatever. Why aren't we asking, should we be even doing this anymore? I think that's a valid question. But I wanted to read this part because I just wanted to give a little sample. Um, because early earlier what I was saying and referencing in this article is that it does a perfectly good job of doing like college level A work, which is kind of crazy. And people might not realize that the bulk of professors that I've been reading about uh, who have looked at this uh, technology say that it does a good job. They might not say, okay, this is brilliant work, but it does a good job. So here, um, here's what he says about this. Let me be candid with apologies to all of my current and former students. What GPT can produce right now is better than the the large majority of writing seen by your average teacher or professor. Over the past few days, I've given it a number of different prompts. And even if the bot's results don't exactly give you goosebumps, they do a more than adequate job of fulfilling a task. So then he says, look at this. I asked the program to write me a playful, sophisticated, emotional, 600 word college admissions essay. Okay, this has such huge implications, you guys. 600 word college admissions essay about how my experience volunteering at my local SPCA had prepared me for life at Stanford. So this is just a little extract, very short, but here's a sample, you guys. Uh, And this is all AI. In addition to cleaning, I also had the opportunity to interact with the animals. I was amazed at the transformation I saw in some of the pets who had been neglected or abused. With patience and care, they blossomed into playful and affectionate companions who were eager to give and receive love. I was also able to witness firsthand the process of selecting the right pet for the right family. Although it was bittersweet to see some of the animals leave the shelter, I knew that they were going to a loving home and that was the best thing for them. So that's an excerpt. Again, not earth shattering, but certainly adequate. I mean, don't you agree? And kind of shocking. Yes. And you know what? Shocking. As I'm here as the tech advocate and the devil's advocate, whatever, I'll advocate whatever. uh, You want me to? For enough money. Um, The... This is something that rich families would have paid two thousand dollars. Absolutely, they've been cheating for eons. 
now any person can go if they don't have a computer at home the school computer the public library and put this in and just sort of enter their experiences and have this thing give them also a remarkable accounting of their experiences uh, that so they interesting. Need, that well, they may have come from a, a frankly a, a school that wasn't as well funded or a school that didn't have as high quality resources and they can compete now so in a way i like that i think it's that's like an excellent point and kind of crazy um, that in some ways it's it's a it's an equalizer that it's actually putting people on, the, uh, on an even playing ground. I can tell you just anecdotally, um, I was really good friends with someone who was a uh, tutor and some of the tutoring they did was like for high school prep and college prep. And I was in several situations with her around the parents and when i tell you that these parents of these like uh upper class manhattan kids who were on this one this track to, to ivy league colleges their parents start doing their their homework in second third grade and they never fucking stop <laughs> right it is a an open secret it is completely known and you know it's just stacked from the from the get-go so if everybody's you know able to cheat on the same i mean this is just so sad to think of it this way but if we're all able to cheat on the same level then you know even playing ground like what do you think jeff you'll have a certain subset of wealthy kids who will in fact know how to write and read and that like i'll say that the technology will yeah, it will be more accessible, but I still think you'll have a very educated kind of elite or, you know, if they're not, if the parents aren't economically wealthy, they'll be culturally and like they also will be very educated and in turn, they will educate their their kids. I think that well, the uh, point is, is maybe it's becoming moot. What is the point of the education when you can express yourself easily with the help of this? pocket AI yeah. um, for I mean, any job application, for any college to. application. Yeah, but you won't be able to, right? Like ultimately it will, it will, I mean. You think it will be gatekept? Relying, relying on the, the sort of machine to do it for you will in the end dumb you down as a human being. Well, like, I think I think the article ends on a slightly silver lining, how, maybe. silver lining note, which is that maybe then the focus needs to move away from the ability to write coherently, grammatically, and maybe to something else that we haven't figured out yet. Which is, which and is, it which says is, that, but it also says that it doesn't that that maybe we can also. It doesn't say we should get a, rid of it. I feel like that's so bleak. Um, and what I took away is that it will give, maybe it will give everybody sort of a baseline. You know, you can't be bad grammatically. You can't be, it will, it can take essays and clean them up and make them better. Yeah. So everybody starts from this baseline of good grammar and knowing the rules. And maybe from there, um, yeah, but they're you not, know, they're not writing can be elevated. Yeah, but they're not the ones who are actually doing it though. A machine is. How right. can they, how can they, I think the focus the focus moves to fo just not spending time on that and just focusing on like, novel ideas and and concepts that then then you process through the AI. Like for me, one of the things is this is going to be great for authors, at least in the short term. I think because sometimes you're just blocked and you just write in 
you say, hey, this is how much I've written of my novel or my play or my essay or whatever. I hate that idea. And just like, I hate and just it. like give me, give me, just give me a prompt. It's not going to absolutely finish it for you, but it might. And because it you will can say, if you ask it to. No, no, but absolutely. Kim, but what I mean is, yes, it will. But what I mean is then you can be like, okay, this triggered something. I'm not going to use what it's Right, there, but do but... you think, Camilo, you don't think that there are people who will just attempt to write whole AI plays, submit them, get productions in New York, and be, you know, win, win Tonys and Pulitzer Prizes from AI. Of course they fucking will. Of course will. they will be, but I think there's always a culture of so appreciating. So is that okay? I, I, I don't know that I'm, I can have the right answer <laughs> to that. I just think that there's always an appreciation for the, the handmade and the you know, the Etsy's of the world. And there's just always going to be a market for the authentic. But there always be. But there, there no will... one fucking reads. No one <laughs> fucking reads anymore. Okay, sure. it's a it's a fascinating subject and we could talk about it all day, obviously. Um, but we got to wrap it up. Um, we've obviously kept it very perky. So that has not been an issue. <laughs> perky, I don't know. Very perky. Um, uh Kim, where can do you have any suggestions for questions and where they should send them to? Yeah, well, send your questions to halfway there the podcast at gmail.com. Some suggestions for questions. I don't know, put it into your AI and see what it comes up with and send those <laughs> to us. We would love to we'd love to see what your AI prompts spit out. Um, and we'll try and answer mm. them if if we get them. Uh, yeah, I like that. I like that. Uh, join our Patreon. Um, we will send you a sexy Keep It Perky t-shirt. I still have to work on, what's the other t-shirt I'm supposed to work on? Death to technology. No, that was not it, Jen. Death wins. Don't gaslight me. What was it, Kim? Death wins. Death, Death wins. wins. Death wins. There we go. We um, We appreciate your donations and we will improve our technology with it. We may become one with the AI if you donate enough money. All right, yeah. you can keep it perky too. Yeah, keep it keep perky. perky. Bye. 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 This has been halfway there, but it's also the end. The end of this episode of Halfway There. You get it. <laughs>